Welcome to the Live Your Purpose podcast. This show is created to help overwhelmed moms rediscover peace and purpose in their everyday lives. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. So here is finally part two of Social Media Christianity, which it actually ties in pretty well to my previous episode, which was all about feelings of thoughts and depression and things like that. And so just to kind of tie all three of these together, when I was writing Social Media Christianity Part 1 and 2, um, I, of course, did not foresee the um, mental health episode coming in between. But they actually all tie in together, at least for me personally, because I realized that when I overuse and then misuse social media, my depression and anxiety levels actually go through the roof because I either find myself comparing myself to other people and feeling like I'm not good enough, or I find myself that I'm scared to go really anywhere, but especially somewhere with my child, because it seems like everything you read on social media is just something scary that's happening and it feels like it's just getting closer and closer to home. And so I really wanted to dedicate episode two of Social Media Christianity to using discernment while we use social media. So let me say this again. I am not saying any of this in judgment. I'm saying it because this is what I have learned so far when it comes to my social media usage, that when I finally turned it over to the Lord, I realized how it was causing a lot of issues internally for myself. Now, it may not do that for you, and I think social media is a really great tool. We can definitely connect with people better and on a different level. We have a platform to do really good or it can be turned and turn really bad. So social media is great. I'm not telling you to get off of it. I'm saying use it with discernment. So that's what this episode is all about. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had a feeling that you were so right? You just knew you were right. You would bet, you know, a year's worth or your house on it or whatever that you were right. And then you ended up being wrong. I am one of the few women that will straight up say, my husband is right more times than I am. In those moments where I'm like, I know that I'm right. I swear I'm right. At least 90% of the time, my husband's right and I'm the one that's wrong. But feelings lie. When you feel something so strongly that doesn't make you right, that doesn't make that feeling right, feelings lie. Feelings lie to you all the time. There are a lot of things that are wrong but feel right in the moment. And boy, couldn't we have a whole episode dedicated to that. And that's how I start feeling when I'm on social media, that when I see a girl whose body is perfect only three days after having a child or whatever the case may be, and I feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm to this. I'm to that. Or I'm not enough of this or whatever the case may be. My dinners aren't good enough. My house isn't clean enough. I don't have a cohesive theme all throughout my house or whatever the case may be due to what I'm seeing on social media. That doesn't mean that it's the truth just because that thought or that feeling comes in my mind. So Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. I mean, for me, I can shut this thing down right now because that's all I need to hear. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So with everything that you are and do not depend on your own understanding because what's funny is even though I know I don't know everything, I still think I know everything and I know that I don't. So I can't depend on my own understanding of things. And when I seek his will, I'm pretty sure his will is not for me to mindlessly scroll on social media. His will is to do something productive with my time, even if that means to just rest in him. Put my phone down, close my eyes or pray, turn on worship music, whatever it may be. It doesn't mean I have to do things. I don't have to run around like a mad woman trying to clean my house for that same 30 minutes. But seek his will in all that you do and he will show you which path to take. And then I love this part. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. And I feel like I should have a mirror in front of me so I could just tell myself that. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. (laughs) And that's something that we all need to hear. If not, you're a better person than me. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. So for me, social media is not necessarily evil, but it brings up evil thoughts, evil feelings that just are not of his will. If you really want to feel and experience God's blessings on your life, you have to depend on his wisdom and not on your feelings or not on what your gut says. You have to trust in the Lord and not on your own understanding. You know, like I've said, social media isn't necessarily bad. It's just not necessary. And so many of us are just settling for the good in life based on our own understanding. But we don't step out in faith and trust that the Lord truly has our best life just waiting for us. Instead, we fill our lives spending time on things that are good, but aren't God's best, like truly God's best. And God convicted me of this in my usage of social media And I just use it as a way to fill time. I actually gave up social media for Lent, which was the most freeing experience I've ever had. I loved it. I took it off my phone. I took it off my computer. I was done with it. And it was the best feeling because I had so much more time in my day. Now, maybe you don't use it like that, but think about how often you may use it or the times that you use it. Are you turning to social media as opposed to turning to the Lord whenever you need to find rest or as a time of transition or however you're using it? Just think about it. We need to seek God's wisdom, not our wisdom, but God's wisdom and how we use our time, but especially on social media. So how do you get his wisdom? First, you have to pray. You have to talk to God, and you let him talk to you by reading the Bible and by praying. That's how you get God's wisdom. The Bible says in James 1.5, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously, isn't that amazing, to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to you. God doesn't want you to make dumb mistakes with your time or with your life. He he doesn't want you to hit dead ends or go through failure after failure in your life. God wants you to succeed. He wants you to make wise decisions with your time and your money and your relationships, not just waste it on a feeling. And especially when that feeling is not of the Lord. If you want to be blessed, if you want your time to be blessed, if you want your relationships to be blessed, you have to get God's wisdom. And if you want to get God's wisdom, then you've got to get in his word. And we can't get in God's word unless you're off of social media. Even though, yes, I will say some of my favorite speakers, some of my favorite preachers often post on social media, which is great, but that doesn't mean I need to be watching a recipe on how to make, you know, a microwave brownie, which does actually sound delicious right now. So let me ask you this. When do you use social media? I use it as a filler in my day, like stoplights, commercial breaks, when I'm in bed, before I wake up. 
It keeps me awake at night. keeps me from going to sleep. I use it while I'm watching TV. Even if it's not a commercial break, I'm actually watching TV and I'll just keep scrolling. And that just sounds like a very unwise use of my time. And it sounds very unrestful. It sounds like I constantly have to be doing something, which call me a millennial. I do. I feel like I always have to be very busy. And if I'm not busy enough, I'll pull up social media rather than doing something wise with my time. Or like I said, just resting, just rest in the Lord and what he has for you. So this is actually a huge weakness of mine, but weakness can actually be a good thing in your life if it causes you to depend on the Lord. So that's what I was trying to do. That's what I did during Lent. And I'm trying to remind myself of that anytime I want to just mindlessly scroll on Facebook, that I actually need to turn and just depend on the Lord. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weakness. This is still Paul talking. So that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that suffer for Christ. For I am weak that I am strong. And that's how I feel, especially when it comes to the feelings that social media gives me. Whether it's pressure to buy that promising mascara or that hair product that's going to make my hair really soft and shiny and grow six inches in a month. Or when I feel like I'm not good enough because all of my friends are hanging out together and and didn't invite me, so there must be something wrong with me. Whatever it is, whatever lies I start telling myself and whatever negative feelings I start having, that's when I start feeling weak. And that's when I need to turn to the Lord and say, that is a lie. Those feelings are a lie. And this is the truth. I'm turning to God to tell me the truth. And in the truth and in him, I am strong. The more you're weak, the more you depend on God. And the more you depend on God, the stronger you get. And you are the most like Christ when you remain silent and leave it in God's hands. When you stop telling yourself those lies, you are most like Christ when you remain silent and just leave it in his hands and you turn and walk away. Because that just means you're leaving the thing in his hands that would otherwise make you feel things that are not of the Lord. David said this in Psalm 67, 5 through 7. I depend on God alone. I put my hope in him. He alone protects me and saves me. He is my defender, and I shall never be defeated. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my strong protector. He is my shelter. So when you need protection from yourself, from your thoughts, from your feelings, from the way that you use social media, you have to put your hope in him. You have to trust that he is your defender. If what you're thinking and feeling based on what you see on social media is not bringing up feelings from the Lord, then you first need to get off social media and second, seek his wisdom immediately because God can use social media for a lot of really great things and none of those things include making you feel bad about yourself or making you feel guilty because our God doesn't make you feel guilty. So let me ask you this, what do you put your security in? And when I say security, I mean something that makes you confidently say, yes, that's me, or yes, I understand, or yes, that's how I am, something like that. What do you put your security in? Because if you find your security in social media, your security will be 
as fleeting as every other piece of information that comes across your screen as you're scrolling through social media. Because if you find your security in social media, it will be gone so much faster than if you were to find your security in the Lord. I know a lot of people post, of course, just the best parts of life on social media, and then they feel even better about themselves depending on how many likes or comments they get or how many new followers or new friends they have or whatever the case may be. That's how they get validation. That's how they start to feel good about themselves. And I'm not going to lie, I've been there too. I've posted a picture that I thought was really good of me or my family, whatever the case may be. And I just like want to sit back and just watch all of the likes and comments roll in, especially when I announced my pregnancy with my son. I could not wait to see how many likes and comments I got on that because I knew people were going to be really excited and I always get really excited when people announce things like that too. And it was something I definitely put my security in. But if it was something that I was insecure about, if it's an unflattering picture that makes me look bad, I'm not going to put it up on social media because I get my security in that. I don't get my security from reading about how I am the perfect daughter of God created in his image. I don't get my security from that. I get my security from how many likes I get on Facebook. That's validation that I actually do look good. Do you see what I mean? So if you're getting your security from social media, then that can be taken from you. If you get your security from God, then that cannot be taken from you. You are the beautiful, perfect child of the creator of the universe. Let no one take that away from you. Let no weapon prosper against that truth, especially if it's in your mind reacting to something stupid like on social media. So you have to pray about it. You have to seek God's wisdom and you need to process through it. This takes time and it takes time away from social media. That's what I did during Lent. And like I said, it was the most freeing time I'd ever had. It was so beneficial. I just felt so much better about who I was as a person. Not only did I have more time to seek the Lord and talk to the Lord and pray and journal, but through all of that, I started to see myself more clearly and my situations and my struggles and my strengths so much more clearly. And I needed to seek his word and his promises in the time that I would have used on social media. Instead, I used that time away from social media to draw closer to the Lord. And what we really need rather than social media, because social media is just a big community, right? We need a community of support of other people who will pour the truth into your heart and help challenge your thinking to shift back to the truth. So whenever you're believing these lies that you're not good enough or you're not this or you're too much of that or whatever, you need people who will challenge your thinking to shift back to the truth, shift back to the Lord. Proverbs 20, 30 says, sometimes it takes a painful experience to make us change our ways. So whether you've had a painful experience on social media or not, let that be a catapult to help you change your ways, to change your usage of your time and of social media. But do not let something as stupid as social media separate you from who you are in Christ. If you can use it to minister, to reach out to people, to uplift and encourage people, that's absolutely what you should do. That means that you're in control of your social media. But that does not mean that everything you say on there needs to take root in your heart. That doesn't mean that you should believe everything you see on there, good or bad. That doesn't mean that however many likes or comments that you get on something or how many followers you have carries no weight in who you are and him. Jesus loves you so much 
that with outstretched arms nailed to the cross, he said, I love you this much. And I love you so much that I would rather die than be without you forever. And if you were willing to lose that person that he was talking about, if you're willing to lose that part of yourself, if you're willing to lose that part of your security or your confidence and who you are in him over a post you see on social media or on the lack of likes or comments that you have on social media, then we definitely need to come up with a new plan so that you don't lose your Christianity and who you truly are and your beliefs because of what you see on social media. So pray about it. See how you're using social media. See what or who you're finding your security in because I guarantee you if it's not in the Lord, it will be fleeting. The only thing that will last forever is Christ in eternity. And if how you're using social media does not align with God's will for your life, it's not worth our time. So break away from the trap of comparison. Reclaim your time that you have accidentally wasted on something that gives you no eternal value. Store your treasures in heaven and make the desires of your heart be there also. Don't try to find validation or security in social media because it will severely disappoint you. So use discernment, use wisdom when it comes to your social media usage. Again, I'm not saying don't get off of it. It can be a great tool, but just be very careful about how much you use it, what you see on it, and definitely don't let anything that you see or read, unless it aligns with the word of God, the truth of God, Don't let it take root in your heart and control your feelings, your thoughts and identity in Christ and who he says you are. So let me just pray over us for just a second. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak to all of these amazing people. And Lord, I just ask that you help all of us seek you, seek your wisdom and how we use our social media. And God, help us to find our security in you to make better choices and better decisions when it comes to social media and any usage of our time. God, so that we can in the future redeem our time, that we can do things that are of you and spend time with our family and just be much more wise in our choices. And God, I ask that you just forgive me for focusing my thoughts on things that were not pleasing to you whether or not on social media. And I just ask that you help me fill my mind with thoughts that are clean and pure and uplifting and encouraging so that I may help others do the same. In your name we pray. Amen. Friends, as always, thank you so much for your time today. If you enjoyed today's show, you can get the show notes at kristenlee.tv. I know I threw a lot of scriptures at you. And in order to get this podcast easily found by other overwhelmed moms, I would really appreciate it if you took a quick second to rate this podcast in iTunes and just share it on social media. This is huge in terms of me helping other women know that they're not alone and just encouraging them to live their purpose. And finally, if you want to catch the next episode, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes so it downloads right to your phone whenever it's ready. Until next time, just know that you are loved, you are not alone, and only you can live your purpose.